Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson, and uh, this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, uh, kicking off hour number two here, it is time for the Fantasy Football Focus. All right. And uh, we're in good shape with our DFS team from the weekend uh, we have 132.02 points. Pretty good. Pretty good. And we still have Dalton Kincaid going tonight. We're in the money in the contest that we're in. Nice. And I don't see us falling out of that. Uh, there's some people behind us that... I mean, obviously, there's people who have Josh Allen and Diggs still remaining to play and you know some of those big yeah. names. But, but we're, firmly, do we're firmly in the money right now, and we should finish with around, I don't know, 145 or so. Yeah, at least, yeah. Somewhere in that I mean, range, Kincaid which should be good. five or six, seven balls. Yeah. No, he's been good. So we should be in good shape. Uh, we hit with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, on the cheap. That was nice. On the cheap, uh, $5,100. He was in 6.1% of lineups. He had 19.32 points. Tennessee might be an attractive team to throw again. There's some bad teams out there to you know throw quarterbacks at. Brees Hall was started in 48.5% of leagues. Yeah. He only had 10.5 points, um, so it didn't kill us. Because everybody had, a, yeah, yeah, everybody had that one. We had Najee Harris. He was only owned in ten point five percent of nice leagues. Value. At forty nine hundred dollars, he put he put up eighteen point six points. That was uh, a f- we have some fires here, and he was one of them. Makes sense. He scored over eighty yards. I mean, he had a catch or two, right? He had three, three. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that worked out well. You think his price will start going up? Don't you think? I think people, if you remember, owners have been so down on them. they. They yeah. are. If you remember, Warren was just Warren was five thousand dollars last week, and Najee was forty nine hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, you might start seeing them both tick up, but they, I think they both keep the other prices yeah. down yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's two of them. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know who should be worth more because Warren's going to catch more balls. They both are getting a lot of production, obviously. Yeah, if they keep running the ball like this, mm-hmm. who cares? I said, would be interested in investing in them going forward, though. We had DK Metcalf in the lineup, only 3.9% ownership. Wow. Uh, 16.8 points out of him. Wasn't a fire game. It was good. But it was, uh, you know, yeah, good yeah. enough. Uh, we had Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, <laughs> He's so consistent. He was in 45% of leagues, so he was highly wow. owned, but he put up 33.5 points. I mean, he was one of pieces of that game. That game was yeah, big, it was, yeah. It was huge. Uh, George Pickens, eh, 3.5% ownership at $5,100. Better him than Deontay Johnson. Who only yeah. Got, yeah. But uh, Pickens had the ball enough. three for 45. If he'd have gotten that last one, true, he'd have been four he'd for- probably would have been worth it. Yeah, then. four yeah. for 73 or something like that. That would have, have been about what we paid for him, yeah. I guess. Well, and for, they tried to get him involved early. We only paid 5100 I know, it was cheap. So. Yeah. Uh, we still have Dalton Kincaid going tonight. Rashad White at yeah. $5,800. 23.6% ownership, but 17.8 points. We had we pulled Evans out of our lineup, from what I remember. Yeah. I was thinking of our Bucks stacks and stuff. You know, we had we were on the right track there in terms of yeah. playing Bucks. Yeah, absolutely. That worked out well. 
And then finally, the Jets' defense was owned in 31.4% of leagues. I was kind of surprised it was that high. Hmm. But they were the cheapest good option. Yeah, they were. They, they made a lot of sense. At yeah. What, how many points did they end up with? They end up with eight points. Yeah, it was fine. So yeah. that's yeah. fine. So again, we're in the money right now. We should stay in the money. I think Kincaid will do fine. We have, uh, let's see here, this week, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six. Six people with the same exact lineup as us. Wow. <laughs> Funny how that happens week after week. <laughs> Same exact lineup. Huh. Well, hmm. Good for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad You're we uh, were able to win some people some money. Hopefully you were in some other contests as well. And, well. Doing well. Yeah. Hope Kincaid gets you over the top. Yeah. And if, yeah, if you're not uh, in the money yet, you know, if you happen to be in a contest where a lot of people play Justin Herbert mm. along with. There were some blow-up weeks. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to go through, I'm sure, the top passers. Looking at the uh, top passers this week. People were concerned at Dak Prescott. Well, they might, uh, A, they were going to blow the Giants out, and B, they were going to be up by so much that they would just shut everything down. I mean, he didn't finish the game, but what's the difference? He had 404 yards and four touchdown passes with an interception. He's having a heck of a fantasy. Problem is, they can't run the football. No, no, they do not. Tony Pollard might be the biggest draft bust this year. Even when they score this kind of points, too. He doesn't doesn't chip in at all. He doesn't chip in at all. I mean— uh, was it Dwight? I always get the Rico Dowdle. Rico Dowdell, yeah. yeah. I mean, he gets carries. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a problem with Pollard. Geno Smith, 369 and two touchdowns. Kind of knew that was happening against that Washington pass defense is awful. Yeah. I think Washington in general just play a lot of dudes from their games. Yeah, yeah. They're, they throw a lot. They run a lot of plays, and their defense is bad. So people will look at that, and there, you'll have people out there that say will say that Sam Howell is having a better season than Kenny Pickett. Well, they're asked to do totally opposite, completely things. different things. Totally opposite. He's been impressive. You're like he's been fine, but he's they throw the ball fifty times a game all the time. Yeah, he puts up three hundred yards because they throw the ball fifty times a game. This isn't fantasy related, but I mean, I think they have four wins. Yeah, they're not going to be in the May and Williams sweepstakes. I think you'd run it back with him this year. Yeah. Draft a tackle. Yeah. Somebody, uh, <laughs> yeah. draft two. Yeah, draft someone with blocks and see what you got. Uh, C.J. Stroud had 356 and a touchdown. Uh, did lose two fumbles and threw an interception. Mm-hmm. He's an every-week starter, though, now. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Burrow. Kyle's a borderline every-week starter. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean fantasy, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Burrow had 347 and two touchdowns, but he threw two picks, was sacked four times. Mm-hmm. Their O line let them down. Yeah. They didn't run the ball nearly as well, and he was under pressure. We got a good road golf game. Yeah. Very tells, much so. Which tells me you can start your quarterbacks against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And it was also stadium he played. I mean, he's from out. He played it for the he Rams. Play he didn't play at that, that stadium. stadium yeah. But yeah, in, in a dome. I'm not super worried about road golf. Uh, he had three thirty-three and two touchdowns. Again, he's one pieces of that game. Herbert had three twenty-three and four touchdowns with an interception. Um, Howell had three twelve and three touchdowns. He was sacked three more times and did lose a. He had a fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, Not uncommon for him. Brock Purdy two ninety-six and three touchdowns was sacked twice. Jordan Love against the Steelers uh, two eighty-nine and two touchdowns with two interceptions. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's better for fantasy in the real world. Yeah, that's kind of what he does every week. Yeah. Doesn't ba- run quite as much as you'd think, though. No. You know? uh, Baker Mayfield was uh, 278 and two touchdowns. Yeah. That was in our lineup. That worked out well. Josh Dobbs, 268 and a touchdown. Also ran for a score. Ran, ran yeah. one, too. Um, I'm not sure I trust him. But it sounds like Jefferson might be back this week. The Saints got a little banged up on, on defensively yeah. in that game. And Saints just, are just kind of a mess as a team. 
Yeah. This is why you, you can't just trust. So Zach Wilson threw for 263. Didn't have a, he had an interception. Mm-hmm. He was not good in that game. No, he definitely was not. I mean, don't go run to pick him up or anything. Kyler Murray threw for 249, but had an interception and was sacked twice. No touchdown passes. Um, they won the game. Mm-hmm. And they but, got weapons. I yeah. think their offense would be good. They featured McBride a lot. Um, what's interesting to me about Kyler is he's coming off a knee, but he ran and moved great. Yeah. He looked rusty as a passer. Yeah. Uh, his running was better than his passing. Just NFL stuff, not fantasy. So I, I think I'd throw him right back in the lineup. Lamar Jackson, 13 of 23. For 223, one touchdown, two interceptions, was sacked three times. Are we done now with this Lamar MVP crap? I think so at this point, losing that game. I mean, he's not putting up What's big remarkable is passing numbers. He just isn't. He's not putting up good fantasy numbers, even when they score a ton of points. Yeah. I, I, it, it they're they're getting defensive scores. They're, you know, they're doing stuff Edwards like that. Had a nice year. Yeah. This, uh, Keaton Mitchell, dude, you know, stuff like that, you know, handoff in a long run. Like, he was like far that. more productive at both as a player and for fantasy in his M- in his real MVP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's not going to get to a thousand yards rushing or. You like, know. You, I, I, you could make a better argument that Dak Prescott should be the MVP. I'm starting to hear some of those rumbles. Yeah. They're going to beat a good team, but he's had much better numbers. Yeah. yeah. He's carrying the entire office because they can't yes. run the football. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 20 of 34 for 213, one touchdown, one interception, four sacks. At one point, he was one for, he was one for his first nine. Mm-hmm. First half, it was two, tail two halves for him. First half was awful. Second half, he was, didn't, it, he had no incompletions, but there were a lot of short, controlled throws, yeah. which, you know, didn't screw it up. I and mean, he came back. Uh, Levis, 19 of 39, 199 yards. No touchdowns, an interception, four sacks. Their protection was horrific. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what you do about him, but their O-line is not going to get any better. Yeah. Um, moving on to the rushing leaders. Well, this week we had five players over 100 yards mm-hmm. rushing, which kind of a – we haven't had that many in a while. No, i say it's a good spike week scoring, You know, a lot of good games, a lot of high-scoring games. Devin Singletary led the way with 30 yeah. carries for 150 yards and a touchdown against the Bengals. Long run of 22. It wasn't like he was they were breaking them off. They yeah. were gouging them. Bengals' defense is a concern. It's a concern, yeah. Texans' O-line's playing well. They're well-coordinated. We'll get to some of their receivers. It blew up as well. I, I think Pierce comes back this week. Should be, yeah. I think. I don't know what to do with that team yeah. in terms of fantasy. David Montgomery, 12 for 116 in a touchdown. He was the guy who broke off a 75-yard mm-hmm. run from David Montgomery. Yeah, you definitely never see that coming. But <laughs> Gibbs was used a little more than Montgomery, but they're both fantasy starters. Yeah, it's kind are. of a Jalen Moore and Najee Harris situation, yeah, except yeah. they run the ball like You wouldn't crazy. think he would be the one that would be the, the home run threat. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, 27 for 116. Didn't score. He had a costly fumble, or almost mm-hmm. costly fumble late in that game, but the the Jets couldn't get out of their own way. No, Jacob just gets the ball a ton. Yeah, the but, Jets, that's yeah. pure volume. I don't know if he holds up with this. Who knows? But he's pretty valuable. Jerome Ford had 17 for 107. Hunt is involved, and in, I'll dig into this more, of course, Browns week, but he, Ford's clearly the one. He's the one. I mean, yeah. There's no doubt about that. And then Jalen Warren was the final 100-yard mm-hmm. rusher, his first one of his career. Uh, 15 for 101 and a touchdown. Um 
So in terms of EPA created, he was the third best running back in the whole league this week, and Najee was the ninth. Yeah. Doing her job. Doing the job. Uh, Christian McCaffrey just missed it, 16 for 95, but didn't score. No. They tried to get him to score. They, they did. And from what I understand, it's kind of funny. Like, he's out there with backups. Trent Williams is on the bench. Purdy's yeah. on the bench. And they're trying to get him this record. And I guess I just kind of heard this on a podcast today that the two head coaches met in, it, you know, after the game and it wasn't close. And Peterson said something like, I would have done the same thing. I don't blame you. You know, yeah. like, didn't take it personally. Like, yeah, it's just being a good guy, you know. Uh, Bajon Robinson, 22 for 95 and a touchdown. That's encouraging. The week though. after, like, guess which week is, is which. And now I wanted to play yeah. Bajon this week, and I mean, he was attractive in DFS, mm-hmm. but you just don't know. You don't know, but at least it's a turn in the right direction of, hey, maybe some, I mean, it's only one game, but maybe the owner came down and be like, this guy's got to touch ball. Yeah. I mean, what we're doing here is nuts. Ramondre Stevenson had 20 for 88. His long run was 10. He looks good. He's just got nothing around him, and Zeke's heavily. That was ball. all in the second half too, because yeah, they didn't yeah. give him the ball in the first half. No, he had like which six. I don't understand. He either. had like six touches in the first half. And there's no points. It's not like yeah. you're playing from behind, comeback mode. Nuts. Yeah, I don't that, trust. That poor guy's I don't want anybody from that offense. No, no, no. no. It's broken. He's the only one that's startable, but it's still I would not invest in him. Najee Harris had 16 for 82 in a score, yep. long run of 24. Good game. good game. That's his fifth 20 plus yard run. He had won all of last season. Yeah, those are one thing that's a lot different. So he's now averaging, I think it's four yards a carry. Okay. He's averaging, he has a better yards per carry average than Travis Atn. Huh. ATN's they can't a, run the ball at all. ATN's right at 3.9 yards per carry. Yeah, they, that's been a whole stretch now. They can't run the ball. I think this is Najee's best year. Deontay Foreman, 21 for 80 and a uh, touchdown. 100 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But still a very, a good game, very yeah. productive uh, yeah. game. Rico Daldell, it's 12 for 79 on the touchdown. And it wasn't all garbage time. Well, no. Garbage time started at five minutes into the game. Yeah. Still, he's involved. I Every think week, he's, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's the clear handcuff with, with Pollard, and he might be. And he's kind of the thunder to the lightning, yeah. too. I mean, they don't run the ball well, but he should probably be in every fantasy league. Jameer Gibbs had 14 for 77 and two touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, he's dynamic and looks great. James Conner came back 17 for se- or 16 for 73. I think he keeps starting them. Yeah, he's RB two. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Dillon at nine for seventy. He Don't that, buy into he it. He had though. that forty yard run. I mean, game. he's clearly the two. He's clearly the two. They kind of split the load, but I don't think Dillon looks good. He had one long run. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had twenty three for sixty nine and a touchdown. His long run was ten. But Zach Moss. Is Zach Moss barely away, played. Yeah, it's Taylor going forward. They were better when they ran them both. They were. Taylor's really good, though. I mean, I, I think understand. He's, I that. think he's an RB one for. Fans but I would try to forward. figure out ways to keep Moss on the. Moss was good too. Moss was really good. Moss had a really good year. Yeah. Like they need to figure out something there to to keep them both. I, they got to have their bye this week, I would think. After Come, Germany, after they Germany, must, they must. Yeah. Um, I would figure out a way coming out of the bye mm-hmm. to put because you're not a dynamic offense. No, they're not. Like, get your best guys on the field and go go with that. If that's you know, running Moss out of the slot or flip, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I don't care what you got to do, but find ways to use running, them. It's a lot of Pittman. Yeah. Uh, Austin Eckelard, 19 for 67 and a touchdown. That's just what he does. He just yeah, scores. But they're not running the ball great. They're not. I mean, it's Detroit's good offense, tough. So. Detroit's a good defense. It is, it is. Saquon had 13 for 66. They got him out of there early. Oh. It was just. I mean, he had one yard at like the half. Yeah. He ended up with 5.1 yards of carry, though. Mm-hmm. 
There was a lot of it was late, or not late, late, but when the game was well decided. Well, he's going to have a lot of that. Uh, Kenneth Walker, nineteen for sixty-six, averaged three point three yards per carry. Him and Charbonnet both were looked good. I mean, it's tough sledding, but they looked good. Tony Pollard, we mentioned him, yeah, fifteen for, for fifty-five, three point seven carry. He hasn't scored. Uh, in forever. You'd think he's catching 10 balls a game, though. It doesn't do that not, either. Right, he's not at all. Uh, he had Zeke Elliott at 13 for 54. Was would actually. To, would you even consider like trying to pry Pollard away from his owner? Or are you just out? I, at this point, you he, get I, him cheap. At this point, it is what it is. What's I mean, he, what is he, a flex start? I think he's a flex. Yeah. Yeah. I can find other. Yeah, I can find other guys to play in my flex spot. Oh, no doubt. I mean, You'd, you'd hope he'd be like, boy, he's been nursing a hamstring we didn't know about or something. Uh, Rashad White had 20 for 50 and 20 carries for 51 yards. <laughs> he's not a great back. Two points, he's but he catches receiver. the ball. He's a good receiver. He's a good yeah. receiver. Yep. He, he would be great in some different offenses. Mixon had 11 for 44 and a touchdown in that game, but he's just not. That, about, was, a, that was a big problem. They didn't run the ball well at all. Ty game. Chandler got 15 carries. Madison has a concussion. Yeah. So, so I would pick him up. 15 for 45 and a touchdown. He's not great. He's not great. No. I mean, he had a really good preseason. Um, Akers out of the equation. He might be the guy this week, though. Would you rather have him or would you rather have Rico Dowdell? For this week, I'd rather have Chandler. I'd rather have Chandler either way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the receiving leaders. Bunch of 13 guys over 100. (laughs) Keenan Allen leading the way with 11 for 175 and two touchdowns. How in the hell does Detroit let that happen? I know. He's a great player. And he left for a while. He was injured. He's the only guy that can catch, like, the only one. Remarkable. Yeah. Everett's been banged up. I mean, the other guys are all, you know, he's he's always open. One week after we start Brandon Cooks in fantasy – on our mm. DFS lineup. He goes for 9 for 173 and a touchdown. I'm shocked it took that long. He had one catch last week. He had one catch last <laughs> week, yeah. Their, their offense is throwing the ball well. Noah Brown did it again, 7 for 172. And he was the Nico role completely. You know, yeah. He's a, you know, they just one for one them, and he got a lot of targets, and the Shroud's elevating everybody. Amon Ross St. Brown, 8. I'm running out and picking up Noah Brown. It's two weeks in a row he's done it, though. Yeah, I know. I think Nico's due back. Noah Brown, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I say Mon, uh, Monra had an eight for 156 in a touchdown. He's like Keenan Allen. Right? Yeah, every week. He's like a young Keenan Allen. Yeah. CD Lamb, 11 for 151 in a touchdown. His year's been ridiculous. Yeah. Like, how many receivers do you take over him if we're drafting right now? Not many. Uh, Mike Evans had six for 143 in a score. Then he dropped an unbelievably easy touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I said he lost yeah. lost a little focus on that one. Mm. T.J. Hawkinson, 11 for 134 in a score. Yeah. I think it's a good offense. It's well-constructed. He's a good player. I must say he'd rather have him than Kelsey, but I thought this whole quarterback situation would hurt him more than it did. He's right at the top of the tight end list. Yeah. I mean, do you want him over Andrews? Uh, he maybe. was he was my breakout guy at the beginning of the year. I thought he would yeah. really carry that what he did in the second half of last year over, and he certainly has. He has. He's been really good. But that could change – Jefferson's back. Jefferson back, which would take some of that I think it hurts away. Addison a lot. Yeah. But it could can... it could take three or four targets a game yeah. off of Hawkinson. Yeah, they're going to get the ball Jefferson. Trey McBride, 8 for 131. I think that's real. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's a starter. I'm not saying he's going to go for 131 every week, but certainly should not be on a waiver wire. 
And I don't even care if Ertz comes back or not. Yeah, that's his spot. Doesn't matter, right? Uh, Jamar Chase had five for 124. All on one play, basically. How about this one? Brian Robinson had six for 119 in the touchdown. He had a long one. I think they stumped it to him, and he went screaming down the sideline. He had a 51-yarder, but he okay. still cut six passes. Yeah. Gibbs, it was on Matthew Berry's love-hate now I think about it. I think the Seattle is, like, ridiculously bad against running back catches because he was real high on Gibson as yeah. a receiver. So maybe it was end up being Robinson. That's more. But Gibson got involved. Potentially for the Steelers down the road. Yeah, yeah. They, so they, have some res- they have some running backs that can catch the football. Uh, Tyler Boyd had eight for 117. No, no Higgins. And- he had like one catch in the first half. Like the second yeah, half okay. of that game, Chase had like two catches for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. The second half of that game was just up and down the field. Like would you play Boyd this Thursday against Baltimore if there's no Higgins? Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, I mean, Chase definitely isn't 100%. Yeah. And Humphrey might not play. Humphrey probably won't, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, why not? I guess. He's going to get a lot of uh, Arthur Millette in the slot. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should DFS that game. We might, yeah, we might have to do a standalone yeah, with that with one, a, yeah. With a good uh, AFC North contest. George Kittle only had three catches. One was for, like, 70 yards. Though. But it went for 116 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, all in one. And that was not a good throw. No, did, did no, you see? How he's, right, he yeah. threw. He just threw it up in the air, and Kittle made the adjustment and, and shrugged it off and took it. Yeah, right. came inside and made the play. Uh, then Bad you had uh, finally Christian Kirk at six for one hundred and four in that game. Okay. That's like more their than, offense seems a little broken, though. It is. It is. That was more than half their passing yards. Yeah, Metcalf just missed at seven for ninety eight. Amari Cooper six for ninety eight. Their whole passing game goes through him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, a lot more Njoku lately, though. Yeah. Chris Olave had six for ninety four in a score. What's hilarious about him is I have him in both my main leagues and one, you know, I'm with you. Halftime, zero. Yeah. Total zero. I'm like searching Twitter. I'm like, is he hurt? Oh man, <laughs> you know. And then they've then Carr gets hurt. They're bring in Winston. He's chucking it. Well, Michael all over Th- the Michael place. Thomas got hurt too, which kind of funneled some stuff. Right. And Thomas got hurt really early. I think that's bad news. Yeah. But Winston's like the total Winston experience. Just Chuck it all over town, picks, you know, Lave, go get it. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Wilson at 9 for 93. Uh, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. They do a good job of they getting force Paul it to and him. Wilson yeah. the ball, you know. Uh, Tyler Lockett at 8 for 92 in a score. Again, mm-hmm. that Washington defense, just start them all. Yeah, exactly. Devontae Adams had 6 for 86. They clearly wanted to feature him. Yeah. I mean, they were just throwing to him early and often. Pittman had a Michael Pittman game. Eight for 84, though. He averaged more mm-hmm. than 10 yards a catch. So there's that. He's on both my teams, so I actually paid attention. But he got stopped at the one-inch line yeah. on the receiver screen. I mentioned I didn't want any Patriots. Well, Demario Douglas did have six for 84. Mm-hmm. So there's He's something. He's their target there. guy. Yeah. I don't know how long it'll keep up, but, you know. Jaden Reed against the Steelers had five for 84 in a touchdown. Zay scored, yeah. Uh, Zay Flowers had five for 73. Dalton Schultz had four for 71 against that Bengals defense. Fire your tight ends up against them. Oh, yeah. They're not Tank good. Tank Dell, too, along with Noah yeah. Brown. I mean, yeah. Tyler Conklin had seven for 70. I don't think he's terrible. He's their number two receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's terrible. Yeah. No, you could do worse than tight end. Uh, Michael Gallup had two for 70 and a touchdown because everybody started. Everybody for the Cowboys scored a touchdown this week, except for Tony Pollard. Except for Pollard. <laughs> Yikes. That's that passing game strong. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the uh, the big uh, the big plays Top there. Dogs. Kenneth Walker did have he say he salvaged his fantasy day with a sixty four yard touchdown catch. Oh yeah, okay. So I remember him running free, and I'd never think of him as a receiver. That was a dump off yeah. to him. Okay. So 
Charbonnet's nipping at his heels a little bit, though. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And there's some situations like that around the league where you got the two running, two-headed monsters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works really well, and other times, as the Steelers see, it works great for real world. There've been some. Right. There've been some weeks this week though where the both Steeler running backs weren't like particularly productive, but they yeah. seem to be figuring some things out here this second half. Oh yeah, I mean, if you can run for over 200 yards a game, they'll both be fantasy relevant. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, more if you run so, for yeah. 150 a game, they're both fantasy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So. No, you're right, and they'll catch a few. We're going to get to a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. That was the Fantasy Football Focus. Uh, we'll be back with more on The Drive right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is... The Matt Williamson and Matt uh, Seth Walter on ESPN uh, has broken the all 32 teams into eight tiers mm, at this okay. point in the season. Kind of using uh, the ESPN power index, future strength of schedule, past performance metrics, all the – he's their analytics guy. Yeah, he is. So okay. he does care about future. Yeah. Okay. Not just where they're at now. I question that, though, looking at this. So mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, so he's broken these into, into tiers. Tier one he has are the true Super Bowl contenders. Okay, I'm trying to think in my head who I would actually put there. He has Philadelphia. Definitely. Kansas City. For sure, yeah. San Francisco. I think so, yeah. Those three. I can't go Lions, Bills, AFC North, not quite. So nah, if, if you were, if you yeah. were, so if, if I gave you. I bet he'd had Baltimore there last week. Probably. You know. It, but if I said to you, the, the the two Super Bowl teams are going to come out of those three teams, and I give you that versus the field. You, you, well, you take the field because, well, I mean, does Kansas City have more than a 50% chance? I think the the NFC teams have more of a 50% chance combined. Yeah. But the Chiefs don't. Like I think we'd all bet that one Super Bowl team comes out of that tier. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's probably yeah, a safe probably bet. Safe. I bet that doesn't pay off huge, yeah. you know. Um, would you take the Chiefs versus the field, though? I would take the field. I'd take the field. Yeah. 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 And I get it. I, I hear this all the time. Well, the Steelers can't go you know, can't go into Kansas City and win uh, playing the way they are. Tell me who can go into Kansas City for the AFC Champions. Well, yeah, they're favorite who, who, against anybody. Right? Yeah, they're favorite against anybody that goes in there. But if they're that, flawed. They're a little out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, too. they're not. You know, they're looking for weapons, and they don't run the ball great. Yeah. That game against the, the, the Dolphins a couple weeks ago was not mm-hmm. a – you know, everybody expected it to be a they shootout. At Denver. It was, what, 21-17. Yeah, yeah. It was no, not a, they're not flawless. They just kind of haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Tier 2, playoff locks. Locks. Mm-hmm. Like Baltimore should be there. Dallas. That's a lock. Detroit. That's a lock. Miami. Yeah, they'd probably be in the tier below that. They've lost all t- all three winning teams with winning records that yeah, they play. Yeah. They have not beaten a team that doesn't, and they've averaged in those games seventeen points per game. I think you said. I mean, the the winning percentage of the teams they've beaten is like twenty three percent. Awful. It's horrendous. Awful. Yeah, yeah. No, they would be a tier lower for me. Baltimore is in that group. I think they're a lock to go to the playoffs. Okay. That's how we're classified. Well, we, I mean, if you think about it, though. And they lose Thursday, they're not. But There I were would... some years, like just, I think it was, what were they, 8-1 and one or 8-2 and two a couple years ago? Oh, yeah. At this right, point right, in the right. season, Lamar gets hurt and they didn't. Sure. 
You know, I mean, obviously, if Mahomes gets hurt, or I mean, any of these guys could derail it. But they're very but fragile. I think the Ravens are going yeah, to okay. playoffs. Likely in, barring a collapse. Okay, is there only three teams in tier two then? Uh, one, two, three, four. Four. Okay. Four. Oh, Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota. I kind of agree. They're six and four. They've won five in a row. So they were one and four to start they were the one season. And four. New quarterback who's fine. They have a better record without Justin Jefferson than they yeah, did with bonkers. him. They I were one and four with Jefferson. Jefferson gets hurt. They rattle off five wins in a row. I think he's making a strong case for <laughs> coach of the year. Just because they're in the NFC, I mean, they're probably going to go to the playoffs. I mean, unless there's a collapse. Yeah. And they overcame a collapse. They lost their starting quarterback. Jacksonville. Probably, but their case got a lot weaker in the last 24 hours. They got smoked in that game. Yeah, and Houston's good. And people talking about the Houston went there and won. Mm-hmm. Convincingly. Good point. Like another one. San Francisco his... went there and won. Convincingly. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't really have a home field no, advantage. No, they don't. I mean, which is why they're... They play a couple games every year in, yeah, in yeah, yeah. you know, Europe. Would you put them in that... Do you think they meet that criteria, though? You know... In unless they collapse. I guess. I guess. I mean, they had a five-game winning streak before that. So probably. But Houston could win that division. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Cleveland is in that. I don't put them there. I can't put them in that. No. I mean, it's not like, oh, it's smooth sailing. We're a playoff team. Uh, And then Seattle. Probably. They're like the Vikes. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 6-3 in the NFC. They're probably. Yeah. yeah. You have a winning record in the NFC. You're in good shape. Tier four is we're leaning yes. Okay. New Orleans. I mean, are we lean? Do you and I think they win the South? Yes. <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore and Michael Thomas uh, are both have significant injuries. So does the quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah. So does the quarterback. Now they have Jameis. They can plug yeah, that yeah. in. But they might even kickstart them a little, but. <laughs> I guess they're the best team in that division. I guess, but that's a bad division. It's, yeah, none of them look good. Buffalo. Yeah. They're better than their record. They're better than their situation. According to ESPN's analytics, Buffalo he has Buffalo with a 56% chance to make the playoffs. Chance to win the AFC East is 25%. I think they have a better chance than that to win the East. I mean, not that I'm going to break down the analytics, but they have a tough schedule. Got to win tonight. I guess that's where they belong, but I think there's a I think there's a decent chance they're not in the playoffs. Cincinnati, like so, no, he, when he talks about having he talks about having the future stuff in here, I don't know that he does. Yeah, their situation, their chance to make the playoffs is thirty four percent. Their chance to win the AFC North is six percent. Well, didn't he preface this one by saying we this feel is, really good about? Them we're leaning ahead? yes, yeah. Well, shouldn't you lean no if it's 34%? Like, New Orleans' chances to make the playoffs, 61%. That's totally different. Buffalo's chance to make the playoffs, 56%. That doesn't sound crazy to me. Cincinnati's chances to make the playoffs is at 34%. You're leaning yes? But you're leaning yes. I mean, they're good. They have a great quarterback. But they're in a bad situation. They're in a bad spot. I mean, they're going to be a dog Thursday. Yeah. But then he's still leaning yes? Right. You know. Now you're 5-5, five and five and right. you still have to go to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You still have to go to Jacksonville. You still have to go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
And Cleveland. Yeah, I'm leaning no after the Houston loss. I was leaning yes a week ago. On the fringes of hope and despair. This is Tier 5. That's kind of a rough. Here's the Steelers leading the way there. Hope and despair. Chances to make the playoffs, 53%. Hmm. Which is about the same as football outsiders, Adam, right? Which is, yeah. No, it's much mm. higher than that. Much higher than that. It's yeah. not football outsiders anymore. It's yeah. FTN Fantasy. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, 53% chance to make the playoffs. 16% chance to win the AFC North. You've got them in a tier lower than Cincinnati. you got them in a tier lower than Buffalo, who are both, A, have worse records. Yeah. B, have worse division and conference records. Well, their situation's way worse. I mean, on a neutral field, the Steelers are a dog to the... Bills or Bengals. That's fine. They don't. But they only play one of them twice. And the way he has the structure is ability to get in the playoffs. Yeah, Steelers have a better ability to get. In the calling playoffs calling teams. this on the fringes of hope and despair for a six and three team. Yeah, it's flat out. It, that's with. insulting. Let's look at see who the other team. Houston is in that group. Hope and despair. Hope and despair. Yeah, I think it's a poorly named. Yeah, that's tier. what I'm sitting here thinking. Like, like these that should be like hopeful. Houston and Pittsburgh have both taken care of business more often than not, without question. And there's nothing despaired about the Houston organization no. right now. That should be full of hope and unicorns and yeah, oh, they're super happy. Gummy bears, yeah. right? Yeah. The Chargers. Now you want to talk about hope and despair? That's, yeah. Now we're talking After that loss. Yeah. Now it's like. Things have to fall our way, and we're going to need a tiebreaker and that kind of stuff. Yeah, their chances to make the playoffs are now 35%. Chance to win the AFC West, 5%. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. They need Mahomes injury to win their division. The Falcons. Because their division. Yeah. Yeah. Tier 6. Stranger things have happened. Okay. Maybe that's like Tampa. (laughs) Again, Tier tier 5 is called... On the fringes of hope and despair. See, to me, that makes it sound like, again, it's a per- poorly worded group. Those on the fringe flip, of hope, you're like, oh, we're doing all right, like two, Flip what those two tiers are called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, what you're saying. I mean. Right. Like the Jets should be on the hope, on the fringe of hope and despair. Yeah. I mean, they're not eliminated. The, but the Bucks are four and five. They just broke a, a, five, a four game or five game yeah. losing streak. They should be on the just hopes of hopes and yeah. despair. Okay. Maybe they beat the Saints and Falcons head to head and get in the you know. Yeah, the Jets are in this tier. It's the it's the Buccaneers, the Jets. This should be like the Colts, the Raiders. There's only two teams in that. Stranger things have happened. Like the Jets is lost. Nobody though. expects that. Buccaneers or Jets to get into the playoffs? I mean, come on. I mean, Tampa's got a better chance. They get a Jets. much better chance. Yeah, much better chance. They could get hot. The Jets have no chance. Go five hundred from here on. The Jets, are, Jets done. are done. Yeah, Losing that cooked. game is brutal. Yeah, is Aaron Rodgers still coming back for the playoffs? By the way, <laughs> can you come back for for the playoffs to to watch your team not in the playoffs? Yeah, they keep talking like he's going to be coming back any day now. Like, well, he's not. <laughs> if he does, I wouldn't bump him up a tier. Yeah. Uh, tier seven. Yes, I'm telling you, there's a slight chance. Okay, well, and you know what teams these are going to be. It's going to be the Raiders. It's going to be Indy. They're all in better chance than the Jets. Yeah, I mean they have easier schedules. They just beat them head to head. The Raiders. Yeah, so. this is the Colts, the Rams. Yeah, I buy, I buy that. The Packers. The Rams, I think, have a better chance to go to the playoffs than the Bucks. The Packers have a better chance to go to the playoffs uh, than the Jets. Yes. 
Rams the, definitely do. The Packers are at nine percent. The Jets are at three th- percent. Uh, hmm. He has the he has the Jets in a. What's Green Bay at though? They have three wins, right? They're three and six. Yeah, I mean it could happen, but boy, they. I can't imagine them getting the nine. Wins. The Commanders are at four and six. They have a three percent chance. They have a better chance to make it than, than the Jets. Yeah. The Broncos have it. They're in this group. They have a two percent chance. That's what they are. Even with a win, they should stay in that group. And then tier eight is rest up for twenty twenty four. There should be a lot of these teams. That's Tennessee. That they belong. Chicago. Yep. The Raiders are in that one. It's a little harsh considering the record. I mean, they don't really pass the sniff test, but they just beat the Jets. And the <laughs> they Jets just beat two, the Jets, so you have two tiers ahead of them. And they have a better record than the Jets, <laughs> Two right? tiers! Right. Saying, a much better, same, yeah. Like, they have a better chance to go to the playoffs than the Jets. Yeah. Arizona. Yes. New England. Of course. The Giants. Yes. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, that's your... That's the bottom. That's the bottom. I think the draft order right now goes Carolina... Denver or New England? No, Arizona's two. Yeah, Arizona's two. New England's three. And then that's going to change. Uh, these yeah, teams. yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Giants win again, though. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know if they do either. They're the worst team in the league, easily. Yeah, Carolina's really bad. So I mean, I, I don't know. I just that that how he worded or how the what he called that. The hope and despair. Hope and despair. I mean, come on, man. That's a that was a tier three guy or tier four guy. Too. Yeah. And a lot of those guys had a, a serious chance at the playoffs. Uh, again, looking at the strength of victory stuff here again for the Steelers. The win over Green Bay dropped. They were at five forty two or mm-hmm. whatever last week. Now they're so four. They're yeah. four eighty two. Uh, but you still, you know, when you look at where's Miami. They're two fifty. Let's say it hasn't changed. Two fifty. So horrible, right? Right. I mean, Their win percentage is two fifty. They've beaten nobody. And the loss percentage is the opposite. All the good teams. All the good teams have beaten beat them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the Bills don't have a great record. The Saints so. are the same way. They're two ninety two strength of victory. They've and they played the easiest schedule in the league. Yeah. Not just ahead of them is Washington at two eighty nine. They've beaten nobody. Yeah, that passes. They've that. beaten like, up Miami's on. Miami's much better than those two teams. They've beaten up still. on the on the bad teams. Yeah. Washington so. hung with Seattle, but that doesn't matter. You know, no, right? You lost. You still lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saints so. are horrible too. I, I have a hard that time. That whole division Saints. stinks. 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 Well, what to get excited about them? There's not even like a quarterback to get excited about. Right. But, you know, the AFC South looked pretty rough. The problem is all those teams in the, in the South, other than Carolina, which is going to stink again this year, mm-hmm. and, and but they don't have their and pick. Their pick. None of them are going to be high enough to get a quarterback no. in this draft. No, I mean, what is? <laughs> Will Carr, Will Carr, Winston, Ritter, Heineke, Mayfield be starting next year? Yeah, probably. I bet one or two of them will. Yeah. Maybe trade for Kirk Cousins or something yuck. like that if you're those guys. Yuck. Ugh. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Bad. Yeah. So don't despair your situation, Steeler fans. You're six and three. There's Enjoy like no it. hope in that division. Enjoy it. Right. Six and three is six and three. I don't yeah. care how you did it. You're six and three. Yeah, you're in a good shape. You're in real good shape. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. we're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. 
Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly, and uh, this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Matt, in the Steelers' first seven games, they averaged 79.7 rushing yards per game. Ooh. 3.4 yards per carry. We remember it well. It was a rough go. Last two games, 185.5 and 5.6 yards per carry. How about it? And that's not even like, oh, remember he got that 80-yarder? You know, like this <laughs> skews things and small sample size. I mean, it's consistent churning it out. Yeah, hammer and nail. Hammer and nail. Yeah, absolutely. Is it as simple as Broderick Jones being in the lineup? I think it sure helps. I think he's a special player that looks like a first-round pick, and they love running behind him. Him and Washington together, that Bulldog connection is pretty strong. I think the guards are playing as we thought they would. Yeah, you know, like they we, finally got their feet under him. And yeah. Like that, maybe that's like the fifth best pair of guards in the league. You know, Najee like, Harris mentioned something after the game yesterday that um, the offensive line they've started pulling more. Oh, that's what I'm about to say. Yeah, There's he no said doubt scheme they like to do it. We like that they like to do it, so we want them to do it. And exactly, get those guys out there and let them just bully somebody. I mean, you're at the facility more than me, and I just really get the impression because you keep hearing these things leaked out that. The ball carriers, the blockers, and the coaches seem to be communicating very well. Hey, yeah. what do you like? What do I like? And and I think they've all come to conclusions that, hey, we're a big athletic line. Then we start pulling guys. We're hard to deal with. Yeah. You know I mean, and I, I think they're doing a better job with their run style. You'll see some trapping. You'll see a lot of pulling. You'll see even, like, pitches to the outside. A lot of the, you know, nausea throughout his career – had to fight to get back to the line of scrimmage. And, you know, like a Derrick Henry, you don't want him stopping his feet and right. hand fighting. Get him beating. running downhill. Get him a couple steps before he even gets a ball in his hands, whether that's a pitch to the outside or whatever. And I think they're really coming to that much better. I also think that there's just some continuity involved with offensive line play. Like Wolf will always tell you who keeps their block longer, you know, on double teams. There was a lot of errors early in the year, like – both of them would leave the double team. Like, can't do that, you know, I mean, yeah. things like that. I think they're starting to understand one another better. So if you're the Browns this week, yeah, you have to be looking at these last two weeks and going, okay, we got to stop the run. I would sell out. I mean, to- At the same time, Denzel Ward's dealing with a neck injury. Mm-hmm. See if he's able to play this week. That's, I mean, uh, if he's not available and the Steelers get Fryermuth back this week. Yeah. Oh, I think you – I'm not saying you ignore Johnson, Fryermuth, Pickens, but I think job number one has to be got to stop the can't run. Let him, can't let him do that. Right. So it's going to have to be a picket game. But even late in that game, they start bringing a lot of people in the box. And they were and, still able to run. And they were still able to yeah. run no matter what. You know I mean? Like, I don't know that – Back to the beginning of the show, like, didn't you say something along the lines of how you wrote this? You know, Tomlin basically told the team, we'll run the ball no matter what, guys. Yeah. Like, I don't think you can come into this game with that approach. I don't think you come out in five wide and, <laughs> you know, in the But you might want to spread them out a little bit. You might. Yeah. You might. But, I mean, I, I think that this is going to have to be more balanced offensive attack. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be 
well over 50% run percentage or yeah. anything like that. No, I, I, I do think, like, it's not all Broderick. I'm not going to just say Broderick Jones has fixed their running game. One offensive lineman doesn't fix your running game. But he's the type of guy you trade up in the first round to go get. But he's the type of <laughs> right. Like Tim Benz asked me, we did the, in the pregame show. Well, did they trade? Did they trade up to go get a right tackle? I'm like, so what if they did? I don't care one bit. Yeah, if he's if he's the right if he's the right tackle and Dan Moore's your left tackle, fine. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, mm. should that be the left tackle? I, I don't Not care. Anymore. Tristan Wirfs was the best right tackle in the game, mm-hmm. and they moved him to the left side. Yeah, I'm and, not even sure why yeah. at that point. I mean, but like the first tackle drafted was right, 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 <laughs> from the Bears. Yeah. I mean, he's a pure right tackle, R-W-I-G-H-T. Uh, no one cares anymore about right versus left. I yeah. mean, it, I don't think that makes a difference. Lane Johnson might be the best tackle in the league. That's not Trent Williams. He's been a long-time right tackle. We're already seeing the, the benefits. No matter if he plays on the left or right side, what you gave up looks like it's worth it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was a play, and I, I can't remember exactly when it happened, but I think it was in the third quarter, um, where he pulled, and he beat, he was into the hole before the running back even, like, and he was pulling over to the left guard spot. Okay. I mean, the good he, ways. He was to the hole and starting through the hole before the running back even had the ball. Almost like he was a lead-blocking fullback. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was just so fast down the line of scrum. I'm like, did he get – I'm like, watched it again on replay. I'm like, did he move early? And I'm like, no, it doesn't look like he did. He's, he's just ex- that quick. He's really good out of his stance. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying this now for two weeks now. Like, it's like a sprinter. Like, <laughs> if I told my daughter, watch these five linemen, who do you want? She's going to take Jones every time. You know, like, it just he moves different. He moves like a first-round pick. And the other guys aren't bad athletes. They're all pulling well, too, especially the guards. And he's just different. And when he's wrong, sometimes he's right. Yeah, just hit it hard. Yeah, just go be aggressive. And he's been really impressive. Yeah, so. I don't care if he's on the right or left. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They've just found something. And, and he seems to care. Yeah, and enjoy. You know, he said he'd he prefer to play in the left, but mm-hmm. I think he'd prefer to play. Mm-hmm. That's the, the main yeah. thing. And help the team, and they're winning with him. Yeah. And it just goes to show, like, he, you know, early in training camp and throughout training camp, he credited Dan Moore. For being, you know, helping him along the way and, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the idea matters, was right? that, well, he's going to take he's gonna take Dan Moore's spot. Well, maybe not. We all kind of thought yeah. that. I thought Moore might end up on the right side or a guard or yeah. somewhere else or who knows. But, no, it looks like they're pretty set with their five at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any re- right? no reason to change that. No. Not at this point. So. No. We'll see. We'll see if they can carry that over into another game against the Browns. It'll be tougher. I mean, I'm sure he'll get Garrett a fair amount in this game, too. I mean, if I were them, I'd say, let's test a rookie with Miles. You know, Moore's done reasonably well against Garrett over his career. And the rest of their D-line's no joke either. Yeah, so we'll see. But uh, it's going to be a fun week. Yeah, it is. We'll, uh, of course, got the – especially with that Thursday night game as well, since it's an AFC North uh, matchup. It's Uh, not Bears-Panthers. It's it's not Bears-Panthers. It's not Jets-Raiders. It's Mm -hmm. not Giants and anybody. Right. (laughs) Enough the Giants and Jets. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh my oh boy yeah uh but uh yeah so it should be a fun week uh but that's going to do it for our show today so for my partner matt williamson for justin miller here on site keeping us on the air i'm dale lolly we thank you for listening to this edition of the drive on steelers nation radio